The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Deep Soul Dialogue with Nellie Loth. Discover the truth of who you really are. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Deep Soul Dialogue. This is Nellie, and I'm the host of this podcast on the Superpower Network and this channel, The Superpowers of the Soul. And I am so grateful to be with you, and I thank you for being here with me. I really am humbled. I'm humbled each time I get to speak about these things I believe in with my heart and soul. I'm humbled to be in your presence, truly. And that makes me feel really grateful. That's what I spoke about on the last podcast. The great superpowers of the soul that I discovered for myself is the extraordinary state of gratitude that underlies everything in my life now. It definitely goes hand in hand with love. You cannot have love without being grateful, and you can't be grateful without love. You might say it's like a context that I hold my life in, even when I'm challenged, which is very often, as we all are, you sort of get into a habit of just saying thank you, even for this thing that's driving me crazy. If I get in the habit of just saying thank you, it takes the edge away. It takes the edge off, doesn't it? And again, gratitude attends love. And I've been working for, gosh, my whole life for at least 50-something years on really trying to find love inside myself. I knew pretty early on that I could not accept love from anyone else unless I first loved myself. I didn't think it would take so long to get there. (laughs) And that leads to a sense of humility. I'm humbled by this podcast to be a host because I get to speak about great teachers and teachings. And when you're speaking about these spiritual paths, you're really in the presence of the sacred. And that's humbling. And that means if I'm really present to you, I am also in the presence of the sacred. So I am really humbled. And I'm grateful to be with you. And I welcome you as we continue this journey. Each podcast is a different step moving, I hope, into upper, higher altitudes, the higher elevations as we go deeper into uncovering the truth of who we are. So Deep Soul Dialogue is a reflection of an interior process I have been involved in since I was a teenager. And it has been a process of questioning everything that was happening. And because I was naturally pretty spiritual, I looked through the lens 
with the spiritual context, which at that time was to the context of Catholic faith and Christianity. I want to speak today with you about a great teacher in my life. I first had a friend that I could go to. It was my mother's best friend, but she became my friend. She became in many ways like a foster mother to me. And even as I was questioning what was happening in my family and in my life, I knew I could go to Marge. And I could ask her questions, and she would answer me as if I had the wisdom and capacity to understand. And we explored our faith. And we began to go even beyond the cloistered walls of Catholicism as we recognized the deeper we went into the mystery. We followed the footsteps of the mystics. And we found how much we have in common with other spiritual paths. This is in the 1960s. And we're going to speak about one of the discoveries Margie and I made in those days, which was the teaching of a Catholic monk and priest named Thomas Merton. Thomas Merton was a Trappist monk. He lived very much as a hermit, and he was an extraordinary influence on my life. And I'd love to share with you just one extraordinary quote that encapsulates a lot of my beliefs and my experience of this path that has led to great and incredible contentment and peace in my life. So I want to share with you a teaching through Thomas Merton that Margie and I used to speak about a lot in the 60s. And it's going to be a wonderful journey we're going to make together. We're going to move deeper inside our hearts. So wherever you are, I hope you're listening with your heart open and receptive. I hope you feel grateful and humbled because we're in great company. What I'd like to do is take a brief break now. And I'll be back in just a few moments, giving you time and me to just recenter. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Hi again, this is Nellie and we're still here at Deep Soul Dialogue. Discover the truth of who you really are. I want to talk about Thomas Merton. Merton had a huge impact on me. Merton, as I told you, was a Catholic monk. He entered a monastery called Gethsemane in Kentucky. And what's interesting is he converted to Catholicism. He was teaching at Columbia University. He had been living a pretty bohemian life, the son of two artists and painters, born in France, by the way. But his soul was yearning for something deeper, and he found it through the Catholic Church. And after his conversion, 
he found his way to this monastery called Gethsemane. It's interesting that he entered the monastery of Gethsemane on 10 December 1941. 10 December 1941. And what's so astounding is 27 years to the day he passed away. December 10th, 1968, Thomas Merton died in Thailand. And his journey that took him from Gethsemane to Thailand was extraordinary. <clears throat> Why did I love Merton so much? The deeper I went in my own faith, in particular, the deeper in my love for Christ, the more I realized this love could not be separated from anyone else or any other faith. And that was a profound opening for me. I entered the path with much suffering. I was seeking a way to overcome my own suffering, but somehow Margie and I would sit and we'd talk and we'd be sitting on the beach at Hallover in Miami. And we go over many teachings of other paths, by the way, Buddhism in particular. But we both were enamored with Thomas Merton. Merton was beginning an interfaith dialogue way ahead of the curve. He was speaking to Zen Buddhists and other Tibetan Buddhists, as well as a sheikh of Islam. Merton just found himself on the mystical path. It was unsettling to some people because it is unsettling, for change is unsettling. It's as if Thomas Merton's original conversion continued to evolve, and that's a very dynamic truth about the spiritual path. It is a constant conversion. We're converting physical mass into spirit or energy. We're constantly converting old ideas and transforming them. It's never static. It should never be static. That's both a gift and a grace of the path, but it can also be frightening because evolving and changing can be scary to a static ego. Deep Soul Dialogue is an encouragement. It's my intention to encourage you to keep the path foremost in your mind. And doing that means to keep seeking. Don't fall asleep in your life. We're being called to wake up in our life. And this is so exciting. And we have many other teachers and helpers who have left their footprints on our hearts to follow. Let's look at Thomas Merton and just one teaching and one quote that I want to offer you today in honor of Thomas Merton. He wrote, to say that I am made in the image of God is to say that love is the reason for my existence, for God is love. Love is my true identity. Selflessness is my true self. Love is my true character. Love is my name.
<laughs> wow. I mean, wow. That's extraordinary. To me, that's an extraordinary quote. You would almost say that could be in itself a summation of everything we're seeking on any spiritual path to know that you are in the image of God, love, and that this love is your true identity and self. And Merton, it's as if he took all the teachings of Catholicism and summarized it. To say that I am made in the image of God is to say that love is the reason for my existence, for God is love. Now, that's a profound leap of faith because for each of us, you'd have to know for love to be the reason for your existence, you would have to know that God is love. That's your statement of faith. If I have no other definition of God or the sacred, let it be that God is love. He that abideth in love abides in God. But Merton begins by saying, to say that I am made in the image of God. That's another important step. He begins by saying, I am made in the image of God. You remember the gratitude and humility? Wow. To say that I am made in the image of God is to say that love is the reason for my existence. It's circular. I am in the image of God. It's the reason for my existence. It's the reason for my existence because I'm made in the image of God. Of God. For God is love. Ergo, I am love. And that is the next statement Merton's making. Love is my true identity. Love is your true identity. I hope you can feel in this moment the joy of this discovery. I hope you're smiling. I hope you're fully present. To say that you are made in the image of God is to say that love is the reason for your existence, for God is love, and love is your true identity. Maybe Merton, through me right now, is still generating this love. And that is what a great soul does. Beyond physical death, they still generate love, for love is God. And it is constant. So first we want to begin by saying, we're in the image of God. And that's the reason for our existence. Deep Soul Dialogue is all about this. The truth of who we really are is this identity. Love is my true identity. You're not comfortable when you're hating. You cannot be yourself with anger, resentment, for any reason. You have the power 
to transmute all the anger, resentment, fear, doubt, hate, back to love because you're in the image of God. And if love is my true identity, wow, Merton goes a step further. What does that mean? He says, selflessness is my true self. Selflessness is my true self. To be selfless. Now, we're not speaking about the codependent. I'm a doormat and everybody like wipes their feet on me. Okay, I'm a doormat. I hope by now you realize we're going way past that. To be selfless is to forget yourself. You remember when I spoke of compassion. In Buddhist teaching, it is the practice of thinking of others and considering their suffering, even when I suffer, so that I forget myself. Selflessness is my true self. What does that mean? It sort of means give up the small idea of who you think you are for the identity of love itself. Selflessness is naturally generous. Selflessness is that quality of constantly wanting to give more to others in a natural exchange of I give love and I receive it. It's never diminished. Let me go over just a few of these sentences again. Let's just smile and breathe with this simple contemplation. To say that I am made in the image of God is to say that love is the reason for my existence, for God is love. Love is my true identity. You should be holding both hands right here at your heart. Selflessness is my true self. Merton goes on to say, love is my true character. Don't you love that? Don't you love thinking that all the small ways you've perceived yourself are like wearing tight clothes? You've outgrown them. It's like trying to be 18, 19 years old while you're wearing the clothes you wore at eight or nine years old. You'd look pretty ridiculous. It wouldn't be very comfortable. And the garments we have been wearing of small thinking and that selfishness, me, 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 is very diminishing. It's uncomfortable. It's because it's not who you really are. Love is your true character. Imagine if you forgot every other reason for being unhappy. Imagine for a few minutes that you remembered it's not because of your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your work, your job, your bosses, any reason you think of outside yourself. For a few moments, imagine if you knew I'm not happy because I haven't been living my true self. My true character is love. And then he goes to the final imprimatur, that final stamp of truth. Merton says, love is my name. I think that's extraordinary. 
Love is my name. I want to read it again to you, but I want you to hear it as if I am speaking for Thomas Merton. And he would want you to know that to say you are made in the image of God is to say that love is the reason for your existence. For God is love. Love is your true identity. Selflessness is your true self. Love is your true character. Love is your name. Merton really lived this. The deeper he went into his Catholic faith, the more he recognized that he kept forgetting the small self, even a confinement to an identity as a Catholic, as he became more in touch with the communion of saints through other traditions. And this in deeply affected me because I have found the same thing. The deeper I go in becoming as much Christ-like, the more universal. When I was in India, I happened to be in Nepal. I had to leave India because of a requirement for my visa. And the closest country to leave, of course, was to get back to Delhi and fly into Kathmandu. I really didn't know where I was going. How wonderful. I'm so glad I didn't. But this is what's very extraordinary about this life and the grace that's guided me in my life. In Nepal, I ended up at a great monastery of a great, great Tibetan Buddhist master. Oh, my gosh. I'm living with Buddhists in a monastery anyway, and they were so Christ-like because they were so generous and loving. They were literally living an existence of love and selflessness. And then I end up in another monastery called Sechen, and one of the monks was taking a few of us, a few Americans and Europeans, Westerners, to a very remote home in a valley to the home of the, one of the greatest of all masters that I know of of the last hundred years, and this would be Chatral Rinpoche. Chatral Rinpoche was one of these Tibetan masters who literally was in retreat in the Himalayas for years. Oh, he was so radical. Oh, my gosh. If you weren't really willing to give it all to him, he would throw rocks to discourage people. He was not willing to teach unless the student was really ready to learn. But guess who he met in the 60s? In 68, before Thomas Merton passed away, he met Chacho Rinpoche. And it is recorded that these two had this extraordinary meeting of mind, hermit to hermit, seeker to seeker, pilgrim to pilgrim. Merton might say, love in the image of God. Chachal Rinpoche may say, compassion and wisdom, the mind of the Buddha. But together, they recognized in each other they had gone so far beyond. Monks translating for these two great masters were stunned by the depth of their capacity to converse with each other 
exploring those many, many, many thousands and countless hours of silence and contemplation. And I ended up at Chachwal Rinpoche's home. He was still alive. He died at the age of 103. He was upstairs. And I just wanted to leave 10 pounds of barley that we hiked through the valley. I just wanted to leave him barley and get out of there. There was nothing I wanted from Chatral, for I knew that his life was a selfless giving. But there on the mantle in his home is a picture of Thomas Merton with him in 68. And Merton felt if he had ever met a real master teacher, it was Chatral. I believe that was a moment that even now overwhelms me. Their robes were different colored. The ritual items they used for mass, for repeating sutras and doing the practice in Buddhism, they may look different. But two beings of such light became so empty, selfless, that they reflected back to each other light to light, love to love, compassion to compassion. In Merton's words, he found his true character and name is love. Emptying himself of everything else he thought he was, he came back to his true character, his true self. This is the gift I wish to leave with you today. To think that maybe each of us can go out and see our sisters and brothers in different robes. They may use different ritual implements for their practices images, idols, but underneath all that, we are seeking to know, who am I? Who am I really? Discover the truth of who I really am. To say that I am made in the image of God is to say that love is a reason for my existence, for God is love. Love is my true identity. Selflessness is my true self. Love is my true character. Love is my name. And of course, that is your name, your character. As ever, I come to closing with the wish that any words that I have spoken kindle the light in you, encourage you to keep seeking, to keep excavating in the deep cave of the heart, to never give up until you recognize love 
in the mirror of all others as your true self. May you really know it is your name and may you bring that remembrance to everyone else. This is Deep Soul Dialogue. My name is Nellie. On behalf of the Superpower Network and the Superpower of the Soul Channel, I leave you with a great blessing that the words of Thomas Merton kindle in you the remembrance of who you really are. Some of the things I've written include a small book, Buddhist Footprints in a Christian Heart, and it's available through Amazon. Just find my name on the Amazon author page, Buddhist Footprints in a Christian Heart. That journey very much came to its great ascension the day I sat in Chattel Rinpoche's home and saw the picture of Merton with him. May you have a blessed day or night. Remember your true name. Remember your character. It is love. And if you forget, I'll keep the light on and remember for you with much love, thanks, and humility. Until next time, this is Deep Soul Dialogue. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.